Blog Talk Radio. Represent my life with it I gotta let them know 
get crunk session real quick. I'm here for it on this fine Tuesday. Uh, welcome, welcome to all of you all who are tuning in. We are happy to see you. If you could please press that good share button if you are joining any of us on our live feeds. We want your whole line to see all this awesome and to get all this good conversation. Um, so make sure you hit that share button. Um, we are also an interactive show, so we invite you to give us a call and share your thoughts. You can do that by dialing 929-477-2304 and press the number one to let us know you'd like to share your comment live on air. Um, I believe that is the business to get on out of the way. Make sure you're sharing and give us a call if you want to share your comments because we've got a really great show for you tonight. Um, as you also know that this here show is a trio, uh, <laughs> so I want to uh, get all the business out of the way and introduce the co-host of our wonderful show here. Uh, we got my good bro, Wynn. How are you, bro, this evening? I am doing well. How are you doing this evening? I am good. Doing real good. It's been a good Tuesday. Got a lot done today, so I'm feeling all productive and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can I can always tell I can always tell when you're getting a lot of work done. Right. <laughs> it's a totally different vibe when I'm when I'm when I'm doing my thing. Uh right. Kels, how are you? Real quiet during the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I'm doing well over here. Y'all know Tuesday is my favorite day, so I'm over here. I'm I'm crying. I'm crack a little bit. Hey, hey, I missed out on your t- uh, tell the truth Tuesday. I was being like I said, I was being productive, so I missed out on those posts. I saw and all that good convo happened. I'm gonna have to scroll through when we get off the air tonight, so I can see what the folks are talking about. The streets are talking about tonight. Right, <laughs> it was cracking a little bit. Most I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's what's up for y'all that don't know. If this is your first time listening. Kels Johnson has Tell the Truth Tuesdays, where she dedicates her feed to talking to the people, and she poses some very thoughtful uh, questions that make you think about yourself, your people, your crew, your life. <laughs> she helps you get your life yeah. one post at a time on Tuesdays. <laughs> so check her out for the one time. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so now I got all that out of the way, I'm going to shut up so we can slide on into this news because we've got some pretty uh, interesting topics tonight. I'm actually pretty, pretty here for you. <laughs> yeah, we got some, it's a lot going on in the news, so it's very difficult <clears throat> to just pick three, but um, right. I think we got a pretty eclectic uh, story, <laughs> group of stories tonight, so we're going to jump right into them. So first, um, if you are a um, NFL person, if an NFL or if you are uh, around or paying attention to what's going on, Kareem Hunt, who was the running back of the Kansas City Chiefs, was released. Um, yeah, he was released for uh, beating up a woman. Um, so ESPN reports um, that Kareem Hunt was re- it talks to, the article talks says that Kareem Hunt's release uh, is a warning to players, but exposes the NFL limits. Um, so it's uh, for about six hours. It felt like the same old NFL. NFL gets it wrong again, kind of day, another ugly Friday for a league that never can seem to get out of its own way when it comes to investigating bad off-the-field behavior by its players. Um, A video surfaced of a star player in a physical altercation with a woman. Hours went by, and the league put the player on the commissioner's exemplary. A nebulous move that barely resonates with the public that doesn't uh, fully understand what it means. Then the Chiefs announced they were releasing Kareem Hunt, and that got everyone's attention. Kareem Hunt is 23 years old. 
who has led the league in rushing as a rookie and currently ranks fifth in the league in rushing in the second year of his four-year contract that pays him an average of $610,000 per season. The Chiefs are 92 in, a, in their best positions to make the Super Bowl title since they won in 1970. Releasing a caliber of uh, hunt caliber and value was, from a pure football standpoint, one of the most difficult and detrimental things they could have ever done uh, to their team. They did it, and their explanation was direct and simple. Quote, earlier this year, we were made aware of an incident involving running back Kareem Hunt, the team official's uh, statement read. At the time, the National Football League and law enforcement initiated an investigation into the issue. As part of our internal discussion with Kareem, several members of our management team spoke directly to him. Kareem was not truthful in those discussions. The video released today confirms that fact. We are releasing him immediately. So, yeah, um, I saw the video. TMZ is the one that actually broke the video. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it also talks about how the NFL, um, because it is not a legal entity, has no legal right to demand the demand the film, uh, and and they asked for it, but they couldn't get it, and TMZ did. And as soon as they saw it, they they let him go. Um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if either of you saw it, but it was, it was yeah. This is the one where he was dragging her in the hallway, right? Um, he dragged her. He didn't drag hit her. He pushed her. Oh, okay. And he, yeah, then he kicked her. Was this the hotel hallway? Yes. Okay. All right. I was going to make sure. That's a damn shame that we even have to catalog which incident we're talking about. But yeah. Okay. I, I see the yeah. I didn't see the actual abuse video. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. If you see the video, it looks like he's trying to, um, like, she's trying to get into, get it, come at him. Like, he was, he comes out of the room, gets in her face, like, hits her. It, <clears throat> it was, it, yeah. And then after he pushes her, like, her and another dude up against the wall, she's on the ground and he walks over and, and kicks her. And then, like, all as this is happening, friends are trying to push him off or put him away and he. Clearly, an NFL running back and much stronger than all of them. So, um, he was like, you know, they were bouncing off of him like like flies. So, yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, how, I mean, do you, what? Yeah. I mean, as I think, what I yeah, yeah, y'all go ahead. What do y'all think? I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, why you always flustered? What's the right? No, because the question I was gonna ask was. No, the question I was gonna I want to put the question I wanted to ask is so from an outside perspective, because neither of you I know I know especially Q, you're not really into the NFL. Does this look like the NFL handled this well or not? Or what how does it yeah, how how do you perceive this move or the way the NFL handled this? Um, oh yeah. Okay. It was a it was a bunch of it was a bunch of bull, in my opinion. I mean, <laughs> the whole part about the NFL being able to investigate on their own without the police or is it the police or the government or something getting involved, something like that. Either mm-hmm. way, if it's a criminal activity, um, the police should be involved and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So they could just lie. Then he, he lied to the NFL, so, I mean, they're not an investigative agency or they're not doing the best that they can. Okay. 
So you, you're saying that you think that the that they should have involved the police from the beginning so they could have gotten the tape. Yeah. Right. And not taking his word on what happened. Exactly. Okay. Did I read that they said they tried to get the tape from the police and it was denied? Well, I they, think they I read that they tried to get that information in the interview witnesses too and they said they were that didn't happen. Yeah, they're saying uh-huh. that they don't, they don't have legal authority the NFL does not have legal authority to get it. So whereas TMZ can, they can, uh, I forgot what it, what it's called, but they can file a motion or something where they where they have to get um, give them the tape. Some type of press motion or something to that effect. Yeah, I can't remember well, what, what, I said, what I meant was in the article I read, they were, they attempted to get the, uh, even if they, I'm looking back to make sure that I'm not tripping. Um, in Hunt's case, sources say the NFL couldn't get the alleged victims to talk to them and couldn't get the video from the hotel or from the Cleveland Police Department. So they attempted it, from what I'm understanding, and again, like you stated before you even asked us, you know I don't super follow the, uh, the NFL like that. But it sounds like they tried to get this information and they couldn't. So they were pretty much left to the press and their abilities under the law and all of that to be able to get that um, that tape released, and then they took action on it. Um, with, even with that being said, uh, <clears throat> I think it looks good for this particular situation. Like the rest of this article said, I don't know if this is going to do anything regarding the perception of the NFL, because this is one among many. Um, and until now, if this becomes a trend, if other companies, I mean, if other organizations all of a sudden decide they're going to uh, – grow a pair and make a stand and say we're not here for this then that might say something but I am reluctant to jump up and down about this particular situation uh, without the others being addressed now on the flip of that I wonder if the reason why they felt so uh, willing to do such a drastic act was because he did lie and then it put them on front street when it, when it was put out there like that and maybe before the other NFL were honest and was like, yeah, bro, I knocked her around. What are we going to do? And then they could come together with a team plan. They couldn't cover him because he didn't cover the team. I, essentially, it's how I really think the root of this is. He made the, the organization look bad, so they had no option but to nix him at that point because he hadn't, he hadn't, you know, he hadn't covered that base. But, again, I'd want to see his women getting beat all up and down the NFL and other sports, too. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do better overall. Yeah, let me and yeah, let me say this. I'm gonna go to the next story. I I am probably in the last week I've seen <clears throat> I've seen this and I've seen at least two other um, stories where the other two were pastors who were beating their wives and I'm sick of it. So like, keep it, do I almost cut. Keep your hands to yourself. Mm-hmm. Your hands on women um, and yeah. Other than that, let me let me not say something before I cut. I cut. <clears throat> anyway, I digress. But anyway, it's too much, and we don't need to be putting our hands on people. So, all right. Um, next one. So this was interesting. Um, and I'm and yeah, we'll get into this. And so this next story is uh, John Gray. Um, John Gray knocks pulpit pimps and lets members in need take from the offering uh, basket. So in emotion, an emotional service, Pastor John Gray 
this church in Greenville, South Carolina, allowed members in need to take cash from the church's offering baskets while knocking pulpit fence, who only asked churchgoers to give, give, give. Quote, for too long, people have stood in the pulpit and told you to give, give, give. Very rarely have I seen churches stop and said, leave the baskets out, let the people get what they need. We've got too many pulpit pimps who want to get fat off people but don't want to meet the needs of the poor people. And Jesus said that's who you're supposed to take care of. We got widows, we got orphans, we got single moms in here. We might not be able to do everything, but we can do something. I wish we could do more, but it's the best we can do right now. Gray said near the end of his sermon titled Leftover. Gray, who asked, okay, anyway, I'm going to read the rest of it. I'll post the article, but for people who haven't seen it, but what are your thoughts, ladies, on John Gray saying this? Oh, I was, I loved it because I did an article, um, it may have been a year ago, in New Exposure uh, Plus, uh, (laughs) New Exposure Magazine, one of our partners. But Mm -hmm. they talked about how we have gotten away, especially mega churches have gotten away from, I I feel like they've gotten away from doing what they're really supposed to do, uh, even with tithes and, and things like that. It's supposed to be there to take care of the community and there to take care of the people that you're serving. So I was ecstatic. I'm hey, I'm glad he did it. And I hope he you know I hope he stays the church stays on this path. I like it. Yep, I agree. Um it was refreshing to see this to be completely honest with you. Um especially from such a young church. Of all of the churches out here that would have a rationale for not doing something like this, it would be a church that hasn't even covered their own bases yet. But because they are in this, like, what better way of stepping out on faith, of being an example of being a faithful, a faith-led church, than saying, look, our bills aren't all the way paid yet, but we know this is what's needed. We're going to be okay because this is what our main purpose is anyway. And because of that, we will be blessed in abundance. This offering will end up being extra. That gave me God bump to see that he was showing that not only is this, yes, I understand that y'all might, there will be talk. Like I think he completely knew going into it that people would talk about this, not necessarily Uh in the, oh my God, this is a beautiful thing perspective either. They're going to say, okay, is he going to do it again? Mm, what are they doing next Sunday? What they doing? You know what I mean? So there will be those people who are only waiting to see when is the next time he's going to do this. So he's setting that expectation that yeah. it's not going to be tomorrow, but we got this because God got us. And I thought it was dope. I, I think this was really good. And I hope other churches, even if it's just to say we can do it too, and hopefully they will see the the reciprocation of the blessing of that, even if it's not necessarily rooted right initially. You know what I'm saying? I want them to get it done. It needs to get done. This was this was dope. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I didn't have any issue with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no issue here here at all. Um, obviously, we don't know. You know, we don't know certain things, but I, I think it's good. I think that's what we were supposed to do. Um, I would mm-hmm. love, you know, I know, I would love to see more uh, church ministries um, do this, but I also know the reality that a good majority of the church ministries can't do this. Um, so yeah. I applaud, you know, I applaud the John Graves. I applaud, applaud the, um, uh, uh, what's his name, um, uh, Gr- uh, Greshel, Greshel, 
uh, out of OKC, um, biggest church in America. They do it every week, pretty much. So I mean, I, I, I applaud churches who who have the ability to do that and do that. But I found interesting about this though is that, and in, in, you know, with anything, was just the number of people who automatically assume something negative just because he was doing something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. come on. It's like no matter yeah. what, you want to find something to critique. So, you know, it automatically turns into, you know, something negative. Like, just be – he did something good. Goodness gracious. Can't let you be. say this is nice and let it be <laughs> this, this – like, we, we horrible about that kind of stuff. And it was um, – yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. I thought John did a good job. Um yeah, do it again. Do it again. Oh, good job, Good job. Yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get into this exposure conversation, this last one. This is the one <laughs> I've been waiting on. <laughs> right. As as entrepreneurs, you know, this one tickled all of my little fancies. I was all for this. We talked about this at work today. <laughs> Did, um, we did, we, did we lose the week? I think we might have a moment. He might have muted himself. All right, so I'm going to pick up just so that we can stay on time because Judge Judy shows up regardless if we're muted or not. Um, <laughs> the next <laughs> story that we're going to uh, talk about this evening is, oh, and my preview showed up. Come on through live. So, pay less shoe stores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my previews never show up, Kel, so this time it showed up for this particular show. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a struggle. But anyway, so Payless Shoe Stores. You know, we have actually talked about Payless on the school before when they did the whole bankruptcy thing. And we thought, ooh, it's the thing. You know, they they going under, y'all. So Payless, uh, Forbes.com, Forbes.com. Uh, uh, did an article about Payless and their most recent advertising campaign. They posted a 30-second video pretty much uh, showing how they were able to create a faux storefront that was titled Hey Lessie or Palessi. And they (laughs) pretty much put their regular old Payless shoe source shoes on display and brought in some swanky uh, Santa Monica socialites and fashionistas on in here. And they were buying Payless shoes for $600. (laughs) Y'all, $600. Payless shoes, and it, this was a social Whoa. experiment to basically oh show people that although our prices are low, our value, our fashion is still on trend. You can get a good pair of shoes for a good value. Don't sleep on the name, y'all. Come through and get your <laughs> shoe game. That's pretty much what Payless was saying for the people, and I love this. I thought this was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Kels, what you think? I mean, I. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I could believe it, but I I thought it was very bold of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I laughed just like I laughed. Like, oh, I thought it was cute. <laughs> it showed you how all you gotta do is make something look good. <laughs> you know, make it seem like it's out of reach for people. So mm-hmm. just putting that price on anything, you know what I mean, makes it. If you get the right people to say they like it, they're gonna buy it. Make it yep. and make it seem just that hot. That was funny. I was like, it was hilarious. Yeah. 
And I actually agree with that. I agreed with the author of this particular article. I want to see more. Like they should have drugged this out. This was a thirty second. The the only one that's pretty much circulating right now is a little thirty second post where it's showing the people yeah. all shocked and amazed after they figure it out. But they need to show how they're showing these shoes and you know breaking down and showing the value and seeing the build up. He says they've got to build up the anxiety and then lower the boom. You know what I mean? Let them know like, look, come holla at. Your girl, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it seems like it seems like there's a several different little thirty seconds commercials. Okay, so more. okay, okay. Yeah, I've only more. seen one so far. Okay, so I've seen two so far. So, but I I get what the author is saying too. I would, yeah, they could have drug it out, but it was mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah, then when they find out Payless is priceless, Payless wins. They hashtag wins. They did. <laughs> Hey, when what do you think? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I thought it was, it was absolutely brilliant. Um yeah. and you know, with them coming coming out of bankruptcy, I'm interested to see how what they do next. But mm-hmm. I mean shoot if anything, I'm like, y'all just figured out how to save y'all brand. Hmm. Upgrade yeah. you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Look, with the change to keep that name, whatever they call it, pay pay lease. And how oblivious we were to it. You know what I mean? How the people were. They just walked right on in and spent some coins, honey. Now I looked at this from you know, I look I have to I look at perspective. Initially from an entrepreneurial perspective, this made me think we have got to look at our packaging. We're always talking about branding, packaging, positioning, targeting, things of that nature. This was the perfect case study for targeting and branding because they put the same damn shoes in pretty packaging in the glass cases and folks pulled out the credit card with no questions. Whereas you get into the place in the mall storefront where everybody gets to shop, you get a totally different experience. Um, And from the customer standpoint, flipping the script real quick. It sounds like there's opportunity for us. Even the art, even the author of the article said, I would probably not pay much attention to something that's value price. When you first look at value price, you think cheap. You don't necessarily think high quality, you know, luxury best. He yeah. even mentioned Walmart saying how they used to just say, had a little bounce and happy face and everybody associated with cheap. And it was spend, what was it? Spend less, live better or something like to save more, live better. And then all of a sudden, people were like, and now Walmart's making money again. So it looks, it it, it says a lot to looking at perspectives. You might miss a blessing looking for it to be packaged a certain way as a customer. (laughs) And then as an entrepreneur, honey, spin that packaging, get some coins, and get it right. (laughs) That's what I thought from that. That was good. God pay less. (laughs) Teach the people and collect the coins. Yeah. I, I, I would have felt real. I would have felt. I would real dumb if I had got home and realized, bruh, you know, I just paid four hundred dollars, two hundred dollars for the same shoes that everybody else wear for thirty dollars, mm. thirty dollars. Mm. But they gave them the money back. Did they give yeah. them the money back? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah, I if, I, if they wouldn't have done that, I would have felt bad. I would have like, man, I, I got gas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, excuse me. 
All right. <clears throat> Tonight's news is brought to you by the Level Up Conference, which is being which is hosted by Global Drive Network. Um, August 9th through 11th, 2019, we are inviting you to join us so we can teach you, uh, train uh, how to level up in the areas of faith, family, and finance. We've got some of the hottest teachers, some of the best teachers uh, in the country that are coming to help you, again, level up in the areas of faith, family, and finance, so you do not want to miss it. To register, uh, you need to go to our website, www.levelupchicago.com and register. There are only a limited number of seats, so do not wait uh, So and uh, miss out on your chance to make 2019 the best year of your life. All right, our first song of the night is the oldie but goodie. We're going to holler at our boy fan, the Connect Man, in hey. his song, I Want To. And after hmm. this, we're going to get into the Scoop Nation Hot Topic with Kells. Uh, y'all don't want to miss this. This is about to be off the hook. So we'll be right back after this song again, When I Want To, by Fan the Connect Map, and then we're going to get into a hot topic with Kells. We'll be right back after this. I'm 
Okay. Oh, my bad. I was on. <laughs> I was talking like that. <laughs> I guess I was crunk. I'll on you this day. It is now time for the hot topic. And it is going to be blazing hot. If you're on my live, I did share to the post. And the hot topic was posted by one of our active members, Miss Chan. But uh, there's a picture, if you click on the link, you'll see there's a picture of like this kitchen and it has dishes everywhere, it's all nasty. And it says, uh, I invited my girlfriend for the first time ever at my place and I was extremely disappointed to be honest. She came this morning and left without even washing dishes, let alone some cleaning. I thought this one was actually wife material, but she entirely failed this girlfriend test. If a woman can't cook or clean, she shouldn't expect a man to marry her as she is not ready to become somebody's wife. (laughs) 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 It got dishes on the counter, in the sink. Just nasty. kitchen and you know I mean if you see the picture of dishes there's like twenty dishes so this is like something that they did today. This is some some the week the week and he cooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently couple words so anywho yeah. <laughs> so Man. let's see. When I'm gonna put you on the hot seat first. This is a hot topic. This one ain't even hot. <laughs> I, I, I said, listen, it ain't hot to me because when I saw it, I said, this man is a fool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of, I'm like, what kind of fool is this? Right. First of all, I don't want to wash all them dishes, so why in the world would I bring a woman to my house looking like I just made two Thanksgiving meals and get an attitude because she didn't she didn't wash my dishes. Yeah, that is, uh, it's nasty. I probably wouldn't eat. Would y'all eat if y'all came, if y'all saw the kitchen? No. Oh, I'm not <laughs> saying for the date. All the notes that ever, yeah. no. You got something else to do tonight. You're busy. You need to clean your kitchen. And I'm good. No. That's nasty. I'm no, not going to nothing in that house. No. Can somebody with a mess like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you gonna leave? Ooh, I almost said something. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> I just caught my face on the live with my face what, all turned up, like you know, like yes, no. He's no. the biggest fool that ever lived. You right? <laughs> so what's what's up about you? I hear you you up there in the A man corner, so I know you think the same yes. as us. 
Now, there's one thing for a bachelor pad situation. You know what I mean? I don't expect, I don't think most women expect to walk into a man's house and it smells like the fresh scentsy with, you know, the little, the little, the, 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 the end tables with all the little stuff on it and all that. No woman really expects to see that, but they expect clean right. counters, tissue on the roll, your counters wiped down, your shit put away. You expecting company. I'm not coming here to work, bro. Like, I don't know you like that. This is nasty. Even if we are together, not ever, would this be okay? Like, ew. That is crazy. I'm turned all the way off by the thought that you would think I'm that type of chick that's going to come in here and clean your shit up on a date. <laughs> I got You got me all wrong, bro. <laughs> what would you say, Q? What would you say to get out the date? Girl, I can't say what I would say on this live. And ain't gonna get out the date. I'm out the date because your kitchen is nasty. Bye. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going to treat myself to a steak and a bottle of wine, and I'm going to hell home. No. <laughs> let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all this. So one time, let me say a lot. One time, a long time ago, a long, a long time ago, I went mm-hmm. to somebody's house, right? And I'm notorious. I look, I look for stuff like that. So I went to somebody's house, and I'm looking in the corners. I'm looking <laughs> in the kitchen uh-uh. because I'm the type of person if you invite me over to your house, especially if it's dark, I'm looking for, I'm looking to make sure I don't want to see no roaches. I don't want to see none of that. It's just us so in here, right? If I, if I had a walk, if I had a walk into that's good, yeah. If I had a walk into this kitchen, uh-uh. I would have immediately saw. This dude, this person has roaches. I got, I need to go. That's that would have been my first thought. I don't care how yeah. if this is a woman, yeah. I don't care how fine she is. This could have been. Roach. This is a roach kitchen. Like this is this kitchen <laughs> is screaming, is saying that roaches live here. And I just posted yeah. it. So if you look up, that's what they say. So no, mm-hmm. if anything, but he should have been wondering how come he's not anybody's husband. And, bro, first of all, it's because you got dishes in your window. Why do you have dishes in your window? I need to understand this. You got got dishes in the window. Look, dishes. I'll show you on my line. This is this man's kitchen. You got dishes in the window. Secondly, why is your spike rack this close to to your your dishes? Who puts a spike rack that close? I just—it's all kind of problems. This house was from the ground up, when like from the architecture. I mean, I see. Doomed from the beginning. I see at least twelve meals. This is at least twelve meals, and this look at this. This is at least twelve meals. Yeah. for somebody to watch. It's the food on the plate. It's more than twelve meals, unless he got a got some kids. He got roommates. He's got twenty plates. Uh-uh. And then my my other question is why do you have utensils hanging from the spice rack thing of majiggy? Like this is an appropriate place for them. Don't you have drawers? What what what's going on here? I just need to know because this is not right. And then you want a woman to come along and clean this up, and you got a whole dishwasher sitting right, right there, there. decoded oh, dishwasher. dishwasher. Yes. Look at this. It probably got dishes. Uh oh, I'm I'm disturbed. And y'all see the full bottle of Dawn? Y'all see the full bottle of dish soap on the counter? 
Y'all see it? It's full. Yeah, I see it. I see yeah. it. Watching. I have a lot. I have a live comment. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Ken says some people are used to someone cleaning up after them. And yeah, true. That could be true. Mm-hmm. But I would even want to go deeper too, because every I think everybody I don't know if there was one person who said <laughs> that that kitchen could have been clean. I think some no somebody did say that they were talking about they said they like to clean. Now I'm a cleaner too, but I'm not touching that. No, uh-uh. no. I'm not touching somebody else's feel, whether we're together or not. Uh-uh. That's something That's we don't like. Mm-hmm. That's like me I like and the the wrinkled up neck t shirt when that dude <laughs> started wrinkled hanging like I couldn't do it. I was like, you know anybody can say calling from hanging, I can't do it. Yeah. Hanging off the shirt. You don't care about your life. Like you don't care. Yeah. You know. But yeah. okay. But yeah, everybody agreed that nobody should be expected to clean this nasty kitchen. So my thing is even bigger than that. How? Why do people think they got to test you? Because we know y'all may not be testing people with dishes, but some of y'all be testing mm-hmm. the others. Let's talk about that. I'm gonna be honest. I test people. I have a te- I have tests. Okay. Yeah. But my but my tests aren't like that. I mean, my tests aren't like. I mean, when I say test, it's not really a test. It's just, there's certain things you want to see, like you want to see how, you know, how your person interacts with your family or something like that. But not so much. I mean, I think it's I think it's dumb to test somebody that says they don't wash dishes. But I think mm-hmm. it's a good thing. I want to see how yeah. you interact with my family, how you interact in, you know, I mean, I'm a pastor, so how do you interact in church, like stuff like that. I want to see that kind of stuff, but I'm not trying to see how you cook. <laughs> Or if you could wash dishes, that's just down. That doesn't make sense to me. Hey, if you if you test anybody on stuff, some people want to test that. Uh, the kid also said some people just have the dirty jeans. Those people should be single. Let's have a moment of silence for the dirty people. <laughs> yeah, let's them be just single. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like being tested, Kelly. I don't I don't like it in friendships. I don't like it in relationships. Don't obstacle course me. Um, take the time to get to know me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do some yeah. things with me. Watch me interact with some people. Ask me some questions. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get to know me. But as soon as you find as soon as I find out that I've been set up or you have put a scenario together to stress <laughs> test like yeah. it's a wrap for me. I hope you got everything you wanted out of this situation. Now you're gonna see me go to hell off because I don't like that. You know what I mean? Because that is, if anything, that is um, it's 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 low key insulting because it makes you think that I. It, to me, it makes me feel like you feel I'm not showing you who I am already. So you have to do something extra to pull me out of me. I am who I am, and as you get to know me, you're gonna figure that out about me. And I, I haven't experienced that as much in dating because y'all know I don't, I never dated. But in friendship, <laughs> in friendship, that has been something that has irked the hell out of me. And I've lost some associates because I won't even call them friends because my friends know not to do me like that. You know what I mean? But I've told some folks, don't yeah. do me. Like, get to know me. I'm an open book. Anybody who knows me longer than a little bit knows that I will tell you whatever it is you want to know 
you know, just you just have to come on out and ask me. Don't ask me personally. That ain't gonna work. I'm gonna show this picture to my people on my live again, just so they understand. I just I think if you test somebody like this, you deserve the roaches that come with this kitchen. <laughs> Mm, Will, I got a live comment. Will just said, if a man makes six figures, odds are a woman will clean the crap out of that kitchen. No, I'm going to ask where your maid at with your six figure yeah. having at. Like, that's what I'm going to say. I'm gonna, that's going to irritate me. I would say this. I actually agree that if a man with Will, in the sense, if, a woman make, if a man makes six figures, that there will be several women who would be willing to clean up that man's kitchen. I can, I would agree with him on that. Oh yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Somebody else don't clean the kids. Yeah. Somebody else. I'm not cleaning. Y'all making enough money. Somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. That's why he use it as a test. He probably said he probably don't never wash his dishes. He probably just date different women because he found one that'll wash. Yeah. I hope he. I hope he just don't leave his kitchen like that. That's just that. That would be. I mean, how many weeks do you leave your kitchen like that before you find the woman who go who clean it? Right. And furthermore, if I, if I have to, my thing is if this is there's a lot more to the person I'm trying to be with than the fact of whether or not she can, you know, she clean can wash fifty eleven dishes. You know, I can wash dishes. I can need you to cook. I can't cook. He said, "We traded. We off." <laughs> Big as I am, I need I got I need somebody who can cook. Mm. So you said you test family, so you'll you'll just when you say test your family, it's just like if y'all go over your family's house, you'll just try to see how they interact. That's not really a test. You're not setting it up like, hey, y'all ask her these questions when she come in. Hello. Did we lose Whitford again? His phone is hating on him in a real way. I oh think he muted himself. He might have muted himself. Will is cracking up at us, just so you know, Kels. He thinks y'all are funny, funny tonight. <laughs> Who is? Will. <clears throat> Will. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I just... Yeah. No, I was just going to say, this one is interesting. The whole idea of testing, um, you get different perspectives. I've, I've met many men who are totally fine with testing women or putting them under different circumstances to get a different, to see how she going to be. You know what I'm saying? And women, um, I found, have done similar things. They'll come up with a bill that needs to be paid all of a sudden and have a damsel in distress moment to see how he gonna act. A man, it ain't gonna pay this. It ain't gonna be my man. Okay, you know I was just, so I know that it's being done. It is a thing. I just really wonder. It's a thing. Why did we stop dating and begin testing? Like when did that? When did that happen? It's just like, did y'all see that video? Did y'all see the video about? Yeah, Kelsey. Did y'all see the video with the lady who said that it's not a it's not a real that don't what she said something about don't date a man who takes you out on a date and has to use a credit card? Did y'all uh, see that one? No, I scrolled past that because yeah. I thought that was stupid by the caption. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, right. that's just the kind of it's stuff working. that we doing now. Like, don't. I'm like, what's she talking about? Some don't date a man who got to use a credit card because that's not really a date. Because when he uses a credit card, he ain't doing nothing but borrow money from the government. Borrow money from the government and all this stuff. I was like, what? Yeah. That's a, that's, I think that's got to be the weirdest thing I've ever heard. But that's just where we are right. today. Like, shut up. You just not trying to get to know a person. You trying to figure out whether or not they fit you and other, you know, financially uh, credit cards. Right. Kels, you asked like earlier today, do you take, do people in relationships take advice from folks and single, the single people, not those types of single people? <laughs> not, not, <laughs> no. <laughs> if they talking I'm like not, that, absolutely not. No. <laughs> like, we was like, you sound crazy, like, talking to somebody in it, really. I, I don't know. And these people go viral. I'm like, I hope yeah. nobody's taking this, taking these people seriously. And you, now you think you hot to Diddy and don't want a man to pay for a date with a credit card or something. If he paying for it, why is you worried? Why is you even looking over there? Why is you worried about how he paying, how he making the transaction at? Right. I'm not worried. Good day, you for the sign it? That's what I want to know. At the end of the meal, yeah. after he swiped the card, were you able to sign or was it declined? That's all I would care about. That's it. <laughs> and even then, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's only so much you can do. You know? So like, what yeah. Let it before you, before you start. You start that man. Oh, crazy. She was one of the ones that I was, how you you see somebody, you don't even know what you'd be embarrassed for. Like, if they fall or something like that, was I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? What are you talking about? Shut up. Yeah, that's, how, that's, how, that's how I felt when I read this man. I almost called him. Yeah. When I read this fool post, talking about some sweet not ready to become somebody's wife. Apparently, you and this old old dishwasher this old dishwasher that apparently doesn't work aren't ready either. Okay. At all. <laughs> and move a wife into that dishwasher situation. <laughs> no wife coming into that. At least let me make my own damn dishes. Like I got to wait for you. But you know I can't even get it out. Like, there's so much wrong with that. <laughs> And what else is even wrong with the whole with the whole situation too that we find in a lot of men who who do make you know good money and things like that they are just arrogant and they're you know assholes. I mean, yeah. you know, just thinking of anything like if it wasn't this, it would have been something else. Like just thinking of anything to be rude and and difficult. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The six figures he thinks he can, because just think about it. Any of you know men, or even if we sit on movies and stuff like that, how it's always that it is that bachelor who has money and stuff goes these wild parties and stuff like that. They can usually call a cleaning service, but just gonna test you and see, you know, so be anything. Man, like this this man clearly is not balling. I'm just saying, he's clearly. <laughs> the spice I can I can I can tell by the spice. I can tell by the way he has his spices on this rack that brother <laughs> that he's not. I can just tell. And other no, part, I mean, he said, like he said, I don't even. I don't see any Lowry's. Like you use Lowry's. We use Lowry's and I. Well, we. Mm-hmm. I don't see any Lowry's. I see tape labels. I see no Lowry's. 
Yeah, I mean, every home has to, uh, 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 you got to have the big thing of Lowry. That's how mm-hmm. you season this call. That's how you every know. Home I don't I don't every see home. I don't see any lorries on it. I see no lorries. It may not be the type of home no. we think it is. No, I, I, apparently. You did it right. But, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you. Everybody don't use lorries. Everybody ain't in the evening like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, no, you know, right. I guess my thing is in, in a time like in a in a time where in most in many especially in our culture that you have. A lot of relationships where men make more than women, with women, and they work full days just like like us, like men, like most men. Some men don't even work. Like you, you really think that the way to determine whether or not this hmm. young lady, this woman, is wife material is the fact that on a date she chose not to come to your house and clean. Right. She got cute to come clean. I mean, yeah. even if she came in sweatpants and a, and a she didn't come clean. back in the ponytail. Her, when she said, I'm going on a date tonight with my man or with a potential man, whatever, mm-hmm. her idea, I'm sure, was not. I'm about, to go, I'm about to go clean this man's tub, bathtub. Like, let me go vacuum this man. Like, that's just an unfair expectation and not a good way to judge whether or not this is somebody who yeah. is white material. Yeah. I'm telling y'all because I don't think it was a brother who said that. I mean, <laughs> he was not a brother. brother. <clears throat> I'm just saying, when you were talking about the Lowry, so I was saying it may it may not be a Lowry type asshole we're talking about. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The lady I mean, bring the Lowry. That's how you know he's I, the woman. I, <laughs> Is that what he said? I said the ladies bring the lorries. That's how you know he need a woman. He's still dealing with that season salt, that plain old Reggie, the nature's own season salt. He needs some lorries. The ladies bring some lorries to his life. That's all. He needs a lorries. He needs a 409. He's going to need a 409 to sleep. That's what I can't. I can't even pass that. I'm like, you, it's only some Look, that's that that's that that's that cleaning that you need some vinegar mm. and some some vinegar bleach and hot water all mixed together. What is the fabuloso? You need some of that. With the, with the fa- and, and, some, and boil some, look, boil some fabuloso on the on yeah, the stove. Like a cheese. Make your own thing because it's the fact that apartment. You need some lasal. You need some lasal. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, so yeah, funny. man, don't don't get no ideas out there about trying to test, you know, test somebody about your your nasty kitchen, keeping nasty dishes in your drawers and all that to yourself. <laughs> so let me. That'll be what is the what should I mean? What should what what I mean? I guess what is what should, what are some acceptable things that that he's supposed to do. Like what could cool. he have done? Uh, whoever what could he have done? What would what would she have done? What could she have done? He he. What what should he have done? 
He should have cleaned that kitchen before he invited somebody over. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting on it. That's it. <clears throat> Clearly. <laughs> That's it. No other options but to clean that kitchen. Clean that kitchen before you got anybody over there. Your but. mama should have taught me that. My mama wouldn't let nobody come to my house. If the, if, like, if the living, the front room wasn't together, if the stuff wasn't right, like, if you could just be visiting, you could be coming to pick something up and go. You could not, it, it was not happening if that house wasn't clean. She would, your, your, your mama need to cuss you out for that. Let her find out. Let your mama find out. Mm. I'm shame for you. Yeah, shame. Whoever related to him ought to be shame. But yeah, I thought it was. It had some very interesting conversation. But like I said, everybody was saying pretty much the same thing. I think we had one out of about seventy comments that said they they might clean. Now I don't know if they said they clean that kitchen, but they said they would clean. I'm not seeing that on the first day. That was Sean though. Didn't Sean say that? Ken, you talking about some of us women? I have a live comment. He said some of some of us need that conversation as well. About being clean, yeah. okay. About testing, about cleaning the about right. He's right. He's right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Everybody keeps yourself clean. Cleanliness is next to godliness. I know we've all been taught that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was hot topic. Hot topic was brought to you by Curvy Kitten Clothing, where self-reflection is perfection. You can get your items at www.curvykittens.com. And for an extra 10% off, use the coupon code KKMOO. It will be in the comments if you're on our lives. Um, and it is time for the music. Is it that time? New music. New music. New music. Okay, this is I'll belong to you by Oh Lord Elishama. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> oh yes, Mr. Cold. Oh, I could, oh, I need <laughs> phonetics for that next time. Like real time. I was with this.
Right. I like that. Okay. That was mm-hmm. All Belongs to You by mm, Elishama Takoa. I'm thinking. We're going we're gonna to pray over that pronunciation. Um, I like that, though. Come through. I like that. All right. So it is now that time for us to go ahead and get into tonight's topic. I'm actually, we're, I'm always excited to have this show because as much fun as we like to have, we like to sprinkle um, some of that good self-care in there. So these are um, some of my favorites. And we've got one of our favorite uh, guests with us this evening. She is Scoop Family. Uh, she's been here many, many times, and she always leaves us with some gems. So I'm going to give you all, for those of you that are new, I'm going to go ahead and give you all her bio so you know why we brought her expertise to our show on this evening. Um, but we are I'm talking about Teresa Cooper. Um, Teresa Cooper has a passion for helping people become their best selves by working through their life stressors. She has compassion and empathy for her clients who include children, adults, couples, and families to find healthy perceptions of themselves and strengthen their relationships relationships in a safe and peaceful environment. She uses a wide a wide range of modalities, including cognitive behavioral therapy, play therapy, and relational therapy, among others. Her educational background includes an MS in counseling, marriage and family therapy from Mid-America Christian University in Oklahoma City. And she also has a BS in early childhood elementary education from Angelo State University in San Angelo, Texas. Um, We love her. She is awesome. Um, And I'm excited to have her here discussing how we can help uh, strategies for helping us deal with depression. Teresa, how are you, Shook? Good evening. Doing, doing well. Good evening. Glad to be here. Well, Good evening. How are you? Hi. How are you all? Good. 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 All right. So we are. <laughs> Sorry, we've come on a couple of times and we've had um, conversations surrounding mental health, but we know that, and studies have shown that this time of year gets rough for people. Um, if you've lost a loved one, if you, honestly, there's the, the list of reasons is endless as to why this particular time of year could be a thing for you. So we wanted to discuss that, and I thought we thought you'd be awesome for that. So. Go ahead and tell us what your thoughts are on seasonal depression and and strategies to deal with that, and then we can definitely dig deeper. <clears throat> okay. Well, thank you. Um, like you said, there's this this is the time of year where it can depression can really affect a lot of different demographics. You know, it can affect the single people. It can affect people that have lost loved ones. It can affect people that are in old older people that are in nursing homes. It can affect people even people that are married. You know, because it just brings up feelings that are not that are not good for them. You know, and we a lot of times people say, well, you know, just be happy and just move on and you know, be okay. But that's not that's not okay. You know, there has to be strategies that you can, that you can hang on to to get you to that next place, to get you where you need to be, and not just say, you know, suck it up and move on. You know, but we need to give you some real strategies to get you from point A to point B, um, and. I have just a few, you know, first of all, you can acknowledge, acknowledge your feelings. You know, like I said before, don't, don't just tell someone, you know, that it's okay, you know, you're fine. But actually say, you know, if you're feeling that, that uneasiness, you're feeling, not feeling okay, not feeling like you're a normal self, you know, acknowledge those feelings and don't just press them down. You know, yeah. get, get some, talk to someone about that, you know, and then, you know, see if you can get, get through that. 
don't force yourself to try to get into the holiday season and, and feel great just because it's the holiday season, you know, and work through it. Um, the second one is um, reach out to someone. You know, um, a lot of times we, we have people that we can talk to, you know, don't isolate yourself, you know, seek, seek out help in the community, you know, religious organizations, social events. You know, a lot of times you can, you can volunteer, you know, city rescue missions or, you know, things of that nature. You know, help out with toys for tots, things, things like that. You know, just finding your, keeping yourself busy helps with depression more than people realize because people, my, my, my mom used to always say, you know, idle time is devil's playground. Hmm. It really is. I mean, it kind of keeps you, you, you're in your own, you're in your own head. You don't have, you have too much time to think, you know, about what's wrong, what's, what's wrong with your life. But if you keep yourself busy, you know, you, it's easier for you to, to keep your mind going, you know, and keep yeah. it kind of, you know, busy. And then also you have to be realistic. You know, the holidays don't have, they don't have to be perfect. We, a lot of times, you know, people are OCD. They want things to be the way they've always been, but mm. you know, life changes. Things, things happen. You know, you may no longer be with your, your, your spouse. You know, you may, your, your kids may have grown up, you know, you know, find new traditions, new ways of doing things, you know, and realize that that's okay. You know, because life is new. Life is, life is always changing and, and change is good. And if we start to see that change is, is good and it's not a negative thing, see it as a positive thing, then that will help also with our, you know, with the depression. Um, and then we have, you know, um, set aside differences. You know, a lot of times people, we, 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 we don't like family get together sometimes because we know we have old, old aunt crazy so-and-so or, you know, uncle so-and-so, is, you know, he's a womanizer, you know, realize that family's family, you know, we'll get one set of family members and, we have to love them like they are. You know, God loves us the way we are, so we need to love our family members the way they are. You know, and to realize that don't put expectations on them because they, they shouldn't pay, put expectations on us. You know, love them like they are. Um, and then stick to a budget. A lot of times people want to say, you know, Christmas, they want to be Santa Claus for their kids. Kids really, they, they honestly, we teach our kids how to appreciate things, you know, and if, if we if we teach them what things what things to appreciate throughout the year, Christmas won't have to be so um, gift, gifted minded. If you know what I mean, it won't be so expensive. You know, to appreciate you know doing the small things. You know, it has to be huge, huge things. You know, PS fours or whatever. You know, I'll be honest, my kids are older, so I don't even really know what's out at this time. But but you know, kids. Kids will appreciate things if, if you start to show them, you know, that volunteering is good sometimes. You know, do things as a family. Start new traditions, say things of that nature. You know, decide what your budget is going to be. If we said we're going to spend $500 this year, stick to that no matter what, you know. And if not, even spend less. And if you start out, if you start out earlier, you can spend even less than what you, than what you might have planned to spend. Yeah. Um, and also – Plan ahead. Like I said, start out start out earlier. Start in July. We used to start out. There were six of us in our family. So we started out. My mom started out in like June, you know, starting to get gifts. And by the time December came, we had too many presents, actually, because mm-hmm. she had found sales throughout the year, you know. So it's just being thrifty with it. You, you, can, you can get things done. And then even, you know, planning your menu, deciding what you're going to make, you know, so you don't feel like you're, you're stressed out about that, you know, feel like everything's on you. Asking people to bring different things. You know, so everything's not on one person. Learning to say no, that's hard for a lot of people. Um, 
I've learned to say no, and honestly, that's been the, the most liberating thing for me. And, and learn to say no without apologizing or having a, a reasoning behind it. It's just no, you know, and it's okay because if everyone else can say no, guess what? You can too. I mean, it's okay. And to realize that, and a lot of times we try to be pleaser, people pleasers, but people don't try, people aren't reciprocating that. They're not trying to please, to please you, you know, so decide what you can do and decide what you can't do and do that. And, and, and don't apologize for it. Don't feel bad about it, but just, just do what you can the best you can. And and don't explain. Don't feel like you have to explain yourself. And that will leave. That will be a lot of stress and a lot of you know a lot of depressive thoughts also. Don't abandon healthy habits. Mm. I I will not get on that soapbox today. Um, <laughs> but um, because I'll be honest, I've I've been I've been a little under the weather myself, so I have not worked out like I should. So I did not. But I did not let my mind go to the depression side. Because I knew that it would. And I'm like, nope, I'm still eating correctly when I do eat, you know. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I haven't gained any weight, but, you know, things happen. You know, you have to realize, put everything in perspective. If you've done great, you know, you're, you're, you're 11 months, don't, don't decide you're going to, you know, you're going to eat food, you know, your last, the last month of the year. That's, that's crazy. Why would you mess up all of your, your all of your, your your efforts for, for, for just one month. It's not worth it. You know, so just decide what you're gonna eat. You know, eat something healthy in the beginning of the day, a few things, and then, you know, have you have, eat, eat a little light light the first part of the day and then eat what you want to eat during the meal. And then maybe do do a little walk later on. You know, just to kind of burn off, you know, what you've eaten. And realize that that's okay. You know, you ha- you've had one day. You're not you're not been a glutton for the entire week or the entire month. You know, because it's just it's just really not it's not worth it. Um, get plenty of sleep, and then mm-hmm. have to make sure you have like I said have to have plenty of plenty of physical activity. People think mm-hmm. that sleep is not important. Oh my gosh, it is it is so important. A lot of times people don't realize why they're feeling down, but it's because they they've allowed their mind to get so worked up. You know, on, on thinking about what what they haven't done, what they need to do, what's going on in their life, and it can cause you to be depressed. You know, so so sleeping is very important. You know, try to get at least six hours of sleep if possible. You know, eight is glorious, but it's not realistic. You know, but <laughs> six if you can, six if you can. And it says take a breather, make some time for yourself. A lot of times we get so busy during the month of December. You know, we're trying to do do things for everybody else. You know, we got things going on for the kids, things going on for the job, things going on for everybody else except ourselves. But spend time, you know, 15 minutes time, time a day, you know, alone by yourself. No distractions. Get home from work. Tell your kids, give me 15 minutes. And let, and let that be your, your, your self-care time, you know, where you sit down, you know, you take a breather, you, you know, read a book, or even just, you know, take a quick 15-minute nap. You'll be surprised how much that helps, you know, just kind of center yourself and make you, you know, help you restore your, your calmness. Um, take a walk, look at the stars, you know, listen to some, a song, a little through the music, you know, get a massage, you know, read a chapter in a book. Those are all things that can kind of help. But then if you feel like you still can't get it, you know, you still feel that, that heaviness is still there and you've tried all these things and still not, you know, getting, getting you to where you need to, like you need to be, realize that it's okay to seek professional help. 
you know, mm. you tried and tried and tried, but seek out someone, you know, call your, call, call a therapist, you know, call me. We have other resources that are out there. There, there are plenty of people out there that can help you all and realize that it's not a bad thing to admit that you need help. You know, everyone needs someone to talk to. I mean, even I have a therapist because we all need someone because when you, when you listen to people talk all day and you help people with their problems all day, you tend to take on those issues, you know, especially when you're an impact like myself. <laughs> so realize that it's okay. It's okay to release that and to talk to someone because we, we have to keep those, your problems. We have to keep them to ourselves. We can't go tell Joe Blow, you know, what you told us. So realize that it's a safe place. Everybody needs a safe place to talk. And just realize that that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're, that you're crazy, that you need, you need, that you're mentally disturbed. But everybody needs to talk to someone. So just feel like, just realize that, that, that it's okay. And everybody deals with some, honestly, some form of depression. Slight, whether it be slight, mild, you know, major, minimal, moderate. Everybody deals with, with it sometime in their life. And so don't feel like that you're alone. And that's what I really get across, that you're not alone. People don't talk about, they talk about anxiety a lot, but, but depression is a major thing, too, that, that it's become a, a secret. So it doesn't need to be so a secret. Just realize that you're not alone. We got a question. Yeah. We got a question. Yes, yes sir. you have a question. Oh, you hit it out. <laughs> you want me to ask a question? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I, was, uh, I, I was trying to, when you mentioned the resources that people can um, tap into, since you're in the Oklahoma area, I was trying to ask what were the specific resources. I know you mentioned you, but do you do it personally or through your agency? Um, yes, I do it through an agency, but I also do, I do private pay also. Um, I don't have my information um, but Winfred can actually put it up. He can post it for you. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And also through our agency, above all, we also we also see clients, and we refer out also if we you know if we have too many too many clients. But we have all nationalities at our agency, and we we have a lot of um, African American men, which I know that's a that's a hard demographic to find. Um, mm-hmm. That I've that I've seen at least in our area, um, and and I and I can honestly vouch that they are they are they are well well suited, well qualified, and they they they're real. You know, they can they can be all things to all men. Honestly, you know, they can be they can put on the suit and you know be a therapist for the person in the corporate office, or they can put on their jeans and t-shirts and go to the hood and and be just as effective. You know what I mean? So they it can it, they work in they can work in all genres. So that's what I really you know I really like, and they're really ethical. That's that's why I say, honestly, where I where I where I stay because it's I they're very trustworthy, very trustworthy, very kind. Yeah. Do you? Oh yeah, go. I was just saying, do you? Um, notice that there are a lot more people that that you know search search for services like these during the holidays. Do you see a a, yes. a spike? We do, we do. Um, and actually, we have that. There's a, a there's a spike in with the um, suicide hotline actually, which is 
that's the that's the most disheartening part that people will they feel like they can't seek out services until they get to the point where they want to they want to commit suicide, and mm-hmm. that's where we want to that's where we want to bridge that that gap, you know, where people can seek out services before they get to that point where they want to you know kill themselves or hurt themselves. And I know um, a lot of people have, you know, may have financial hardships and not be able to afford a therapist. But with with our agency, we also do um, we have internships. Um, so where they it's, it's a sliding fee. Well, they only charge three dollars a session, and you cannot. Be, I'm sorry, you cannot beat that. And these people, they are, they are they're I can vouch for them. They are they're wonderful therapists. You know. They're just getting their, their their internship hours, and then they're they're finished, you know. But they're under they're under the supervision of our supervisor, our clinical director, and they they're just good. I mean, honestly. So if if you can't afford if you can't afford to see a therapist, you know, with the regular fee, we have a sliding fee scale. Also, if you want to see, you know, one of us, or you can also do the internship where it's three dollars a session. So mm-hmm. there's so there's there's really no stopping. You know what I mean. We try to, you know, meet all the barriers. I can vouch for the clinic for those of y'all looking for uh, an endorsement aside from Teresa's personal one. Um, I've been to her clinic. I visited and spent some time with her there, and I can say the vibe is extremely chill. You, it doesn't feel clinical. If that's something that you're afraid of, you know, walking. <laughs> that makes you feel like something's wrong. It doesn't feel like that at all. You go there and um, it's it's good. And again, if you're not close to Teresa, you don't necessarily want to reach out to someone that you might be able to interact with on Facebook and things of that nature. That's cool. Um, yeah. But she, she's an awesome resource to find someone um, that can yeah. speak to your situation. So, yes, yeah. find someone in situation. Definitely. Yep. And I have uh, just uh, comments uh, from the live. Uh, the holidays got me stressed in this evening looking for some <laughs> DSC apparel. Uh, that's from Ms. Chen. Uh, she did also mention that um, on stress, she thinks depression is high during the holidays. Her ex-husband reaches out to her every couple of years on holidays, and she knows it's depression. Yeah. So... You know, just even random people, like everybody, it affects everybody. But it, 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 it is, it's crazy that it's still so taboo in our community. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all becoming more aware now. Yeah. Depression and, and mental strife touches everybody. It does. It, it really does. And that's why I try to tell people, you know, whenever I come across someone that's feeling that way, I really mm-hmm. try to, you know, lower their level of anxiety, you know, feeling why they feel so, you know, bad about it, because I told them that, that I even deal with it, you know, on a regular, you know, but you you don't really realize it until you really start to study about it, you know, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's prevalent, you know, it's everywhere, you know, and you have to yep. really stay on top of it or, or it will overtake you. It really will. Yep. And, and it slips up. I mean, it slips in, you know, real softly, you know, before you know it, 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 it's there, you know. So you, you have to you have to really stay up on it. You really do. So 
I want to talk about, because a lot of the times we hear depression and we immediately hear medication. Um, uh-huh. For someone who is who knows that this time of year is tough for them, they yeah. may be reluctant to speak out to someone because they're afraid. I don't want to go on no medicine. I know in March I'll be all right when all this is over when folks start. Mm-hmm. Stop with all the hugs in the family and all that other stuff. I'm good to go. I don't need all of that. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's talk about that. Like how how would you discuss this particular seasonal type of thing and medication? How would you balance that? We we never we never um recommend medication right away. Ever. Okay. Um people come in all the time and honestly it's normally the client that will ask us, can they have some can they can we recommend medication? You know, mm. because we don't prescribe medication, we we refer them to a, a um, psychiatrist um, okay. for the medication. But um, we try to give them coping skills, you know, to help them get through, to get through the seasonal issues. But medicine is always, honestly, with our, medicine is always our last straw because we don't want anybody to be just drugged up, not able to, to function, you know, mm-hmm. not able to, to, do, to live their daily lives. Because we know that okay. studies show that some people – some people do need medication, you know, a low dose of, of something on a regular basis, and that's okay, you know, but a lot of people don't. They just need to know how to cope with, with their depression. You know, when they feel it coming up, what, what do they need to do? You know, practice more self-care, you know, or, you know, take more time, not do more things at work, you know, or, or whatever, you know, say no more, whatever. Um, but a lot of, like you said, a lot of people do want to medicate, um, but that is not you don't want you don't want honestly you don't want to go to a place that does that you don't mm-hmm. because you would have be drugged up and, yeah. and, it's, and it's not necessary it's not necessary I mean if you're suicidal um, then I, I would I would um, probably say that you probably do need to be um, assessed and mm-hmm. they probably will have you on something and that's that's just because you're 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 past that that level you know mm-hmm. of just the regular coping skills. You need something that's going to regulate you and get you, you know, stable. Um, but, but no, medication is not, it's not an end-all, be-all at all, ever. You know, a lot of times, that's, what, that's, what, that's one of those, another one of those taboo things that people think, if I go see my therapist, if I go see a therapist, I'm going to be drugged up. Nope. Nope. Not, not, not necessarily. I mean, and like I said, some places they do do that automatically, but, but that's not the norm. That's not the norm. And if it and if it is where where they're going, they can always find someplace else to go. So yeah, that's good. Good stuff right there. Yep. Yep. All right. Um. I, when Kels, do you guys have any other questions? I don't have anything. Um. On my live, Will says we had a great guest tonight. So you did good, girl. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Will. Do I have another question? You're welcome. No. No? Good? Nope. Thank you, Teresa Ann. Oh, <laughs> Teresa Ann. Winfred, Winfred. Oh, you're in trouble. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to get our info and get it shared to you guys if you want to reach out to Teresa or her, um, her particular clinic. I'm sure she can get you connected with someone that uh, can get you on the right path. We'll be sure to get those shared for you all over the next couple of days. A little yeah. bit. 
there a little bit. <laughs> I do. I do All appreciate. Right, so thank you, Teresa. I do. Let me say, I do appreciate you for um, talking about the secondary trauma and things like that because I think one of the things that we don't realize, especially those of us who are in leadership or who are in positions where we are, uh, you know, quote unquote high level positions where we're taking on a lot, mm-hmm. that it's very beneficial. Uh, and, and even really necessary that we have people who we can talk to um, oh, yeah. to help get rid of yeah. some of the things that we we deal with. So I I really appreciate you for bringing that um, definitely for bringing it out. So thank you. Definitely, you're welcome. You're welcome. You are All welcome. Right. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, ma'am. Okay, y'all Thanks have a good evening. You uh-huh. too. Good night. All right. <clears throat> All right, you guys, that segment was brought to you by Elegance by Design, where healthy hair and skin is our priority. The beautiful you is always our specialty. Um, My little tidbit of information is last week I invited you all to come out to the Women's Empowerment Conference. I do have an update for you all. If you purchased tickets or if you planned on purchasing tickets, this event has been rescheduled for January 26, 2019. Still at the same place, Rose State College, and our our keynote speaker speaker will still be Kendall Turner. However, we are rescheduling this because Oklahoma City is trying to get some snow this weekend. So we want to keep all of our guests, our vendors, and our panelists safe. So we are rescheduling. You can still purchase your tickets at Eventbrite. I am going ahead and sharing that link there. They start as low as twenty bucks, and you'll get an afternoon of awesomeness. So go ahead and do that, and I look to see you there. I'm on the panel in January. (laughs) All right. Our next song, (laughs) the next and final song of this evening is also new music, and it is God is There by Eric Burdine and the Messengers.
I guess, do this part. So I kind of want I wanted to talk a little bit more about our topic for the night, um, but I wanted to be a little bit more. I wanted to kind of take this and talk to a different audience a little bit. So here we go. Wrote a song about it, like the head. Here it goes. No, but um, as I begin this portion of our radio show, um, let me first say thank you to Teresa Cooper for um, for the wealth of information that she poured into us tonight. That was really awesome. I mean, I hope if you if you missed her segment that you go back and uh, take a listen because she gave some very good uh, points, and there are going to be a couple of those things that you're going to hear again. Um, but depression is a very serious topic, and we need more conversations about it. We need to be more honest about it. We need more transparency. Um, and we need a greater we need greater accountability across the board, especially in the African American community. Um, I want to specifically tonight deal with the audience that is usually very quiet when it comes to the discussion of depression and emotion and anxiety, and that is uh, black men. Um, I want to talk to the brothers tonight for a minute. I want to talk to my kinfolk, to my partners, um, because we have to do a better job in the area of depression. Um, and even though this is a broad topic, this is an area that um, is, is has a lot of nuances to it, I want to specifically talk to two specific areas that we can immediately begin to address. Um, somewhere in our history, uh, we normalized uh, males into believing that depression and all emotions outside of anger, happiness, or fine were effeminate. And, yes, I said fine as an emotion because Nine, seven tenths out of ten, if you ask a man how he's doing he's going to, or how he's feeling, he's going to tell you he is fine. So that is an emotion. We even place the label of soft or gay or sensitive or girly on, or weak on any man who shows any emotion outside of the three that I just named. And that's something that we've got to change. We can change this by first changing our language and giving um, emotions, the appropriate terms. We can stop calling boys effeminate names because um, we, because what they are expressing, what men express, are God-given emotions and begin to properly uh, name the emotions. Emotions like sad, depressed, melancholy, envy, joy, shame, guilt, calm, joy, afraid, excited, uh, indignation are just some of the emotions that all people, I'm going to say that, that all people feel but you ever rarely hear a man use. Um, not properly naming an emotion makes it difficult, makes it more difficult to internally or externally respond to the emotion. So help yourself, man, and your son by learning how to properly name an emotion. Once the emotion is properly named, then reinforce, uh, reinforce to yourself and to your sons that having emotions is a great thing. I'm going to say it again. Having emotions is a great thing. Remind yourself and your boys that having emotions is first a sign that you are alive, and secondly, that you are still connected to yourself. I mean, look around us. There are many forces that attempt to disconnect us from emotions by telling us to turn them off. person turns off their emotions. They no longer have the same amount of empathy, sympathy, or humanity for themselves or others. And this lack of empathy and sympathy manifests itself in different ways like excessive violence, narcissistic tendencies, 
hypersexualization, disrespect for authority, and even disrespect for oneself. Depression is a real thing, my brothers, and many of us repress the feeling of depression and try to, quote, work through it. This may temporarily work, but over the long run, it is an ineffective technique. If you have been hurt, experienced trauma, experienced depression for any reason, please know that as Teresa already told us, you are not alone. Black men who suffer from depression come in all shapes. We come in all sizes, all range from the wealthiest to the poorest of black men. Did you know that in a study of 1,500 pastors, that 70% of them say that they constantly struggle with depression? That means even your preacher struggles with depression. Yeah. Did you know that according to a study that 50% of all entrepreneurs and CEOs of companies experience mental health in their lifetime, whether it be depression, ADHD, bipolar disorder, or substance abuse? Excuse me. After we change our language and begin to use appropriate terminology about emotions, we must then seek healthy solutions. I cannot tell you how many conversations I've had um, where we, I've heard a man tell another man something like, man, the best way to get over some old booty is to get some new one. Mm. Or we say stuff like, um, just work, work through it, man. It'll be okay. And in my preacher circle, not in my, but in the preacher circle, we say things like, just preach through it. It'll be okay. Eventually, it will go away. The problem is, how many of us have seen um, when we or others we know um, who have de- dealt with traumatic situations or depression fall into a gambling addictions or alcoholic addictions? We start living way ab- above our financial means, or if you're like mm-hmm. me, you overeat. Mm-hmm. Get oh, and you overeat yeah, as a way to get over your feelings of depression. We should seek healthy, healthier ways to work through issues. Look into solutions like counseling, like exercise. Find friends who will uh, allow you to be honest about how you feel. Spend quality time with family and friends, and for goodness sakes, go to counseling and yeah. let someone help you work through it. Depression is real. Depression is real even for black men, but so are the solutions and the tools that are available to us. As a man who is unequivocal, unequivocally, uh, excuse me, who is an unequivocal believer of Jesus Christ, I believe in the power of healing. I believe in the power of deliverance. So, so please let me say this. There is nothing wrong with going to God and going to a counselor. There is absolutely nothing unspiritual about taking your problems to the altar and taking them to a therapist. And if there is need for medication, take the pills and put the oil on your head. But, brother, we can no longer allow ourselves to operate from unhealthy places. Our women need us to lead in every area of our communities. This means we, can, we can't lead if we're not healthy and if we're not whole. This means that they need us to be whole and healthy 
human beings who have a good grasp of our emotional condition, I can promise you one thing, that when you are at peace within yourself, it is much easier to create peace in the world around you. And that's all I got for tonight. Mm. That's a good word. That's a really good word. Um, I'm glad, you know, when do we, we got time, don't we? Yeah, we do. We have time to talk about that. You know, I, I appreciate you um showing love to the brothers specifically for this particular segment tonight. Um yesterday I asked a question on my on my page asking men if they had groups like what many, many women have on Facebook or social media or even in their real lives where they were able to sit and talk to each other about the things that made them insecure or relationships or being a husband, a father, you know, those types of things that are often glossed over and replaced with make the money and all that other stuff will come to come together for you. Um, so I, and unshockingly, I wasn't shocked by the responses that I got, but many men said that no, those spaces aren't there for them. Even when they, when they are, they don't really use them for that. And it's because men just don't do that. So you talking about depression and how there's not really a space for them to say it, or they may not feel like there's a space for them to say to someone, I need some help was awesome, especially coming from a man. I know a lot of fellas reading my post yesterday was like, of course she thinks we should feel. Yeah, they feel, but (laughs) to have another man to say that this is necessary for our, for our health, for our relationships, you know, is, is kudos to you, sir. Super salute. I like that. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Very good. The women agree. <laughs> Kel, do you agree? Are the women in agreement with what you said this evening? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I thought that was a, a, a very good, yeah, very good idea to focus on the black men because we know they have to be the toughest. Yeah, you know, I have that that hard shell, but they're probably they may be the most stressed in our society, especially in our society in the United States. You know, maybe the most stressed <laughs> people, yeah. but have to be the strongest. So yeah. that can make anybody crack at any time. So I hope that touches somebody and reaches someone. And that we keep this, you know, we always like to keep the conversation going about that. But I think it's post-worthy when. Yeah, you want me to post, post it? Mm-hmm. I post. Yes, ma'am. Post, 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 post. <laughs> Everybody. Post, 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 post. Yeah. Winfrey, have you. Um, and, it, and if this is too, if this, if you don't want to answer, you don't have to. But have you, I know Teresa mentioned it, but have you canceled someone and that you've taken on or maybe after a certain period you have to be canceled? You said, do I, have I canceled somebody and then and have to be canceled? Like, and it, like it was so, that it was so tough that you had to be canceled after either so many or there was a situation that was so tough that it made you you know, as a pastor, you guys are naturally counselors, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. I have. I, I have because I've had situations where internally it 
yeah, it just took me, yeah, it took me to a place where it was like, I, I don't know how to, not so much do I not know how to recover from this, but, mm-hmm. yeah, there are certain situations I've had where it's like, I didn't even know that I was still, this was still bothering me or that I was something that I, yeah. So I've had to definitely go and, and talk to somebody about how I felt about what was what was how I was feeling and process process through it. So, yeah. And I'm fortunate where I have a pretty good preacher circles, quote unquote, where um, a couple of them are counselors, are licensed and professional counselors. And so sometimes we can, you know, if it's a certain if I can go to them and if I need more, then I can go to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I, I don't I have nothing. I, I believe in counseling. So. Yep. Exactly. I've always believed in it for other people until I went for myself. And then I was like, oh, that's what they talk about. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things. You don't get it until you get it. And then you're like, okay, yeah. Now, yeah. like, I'm telling everybody to go. It's, it's, we got to get even out to of the point. Mm-hmm. But even to the point where I can I can promise you there were, yeah. And and for me it's not just the counseling. I, I say this as a pastor. It's not even just about counseling. It's about overall accountability. Like mm-hmm. like I said earlier, I'm seeing a rise <clears throat> a rise in the number of pastors who um who are have domestic. Not that it's it probably not rise. Just I'm seeing it, probably just seeing it more because of social media, mm-hmm. but. Because it's always been an issue of domestic mm-hmm. issue, violence issues with their within their wives and stuff like that. So, like, if yeah, we we got problems. You listen right. to other people' problems. You got problems. You need help. Period. You're, you know, the position itself says you need you should have a counselor. That's mm-hmm. way too much power for any per any one person to have without the proper checks and balance. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, no. The more power What'd you, you have, the more you need. <laughs> yeah. As a rule of thumb. Yep. <laughs> so good show, good show tonight. Teresa was yep. awesome as always. Um, Gail, you guys were good. Let's go ahead and get into our final thoughts. We within our in the last ten minutes. So Gail, you can go ahead and go first. Okay. Uh, enjoyed the show like always. Um, I always, well, I don't say always, but I've come to appreciate the the mental health talk. Um, you don't know what you're getting or able to pass on to someone else. And we talk about this this subject, and I'm definitely on board with making it less taboo, and hopefully it can, you know, really basically save someone's life if we keep mentioning it and letting people know that they're not alone. Um, I haven't been to counseling yet, but I'm taking a step in researching counselors. I just haven't taken a step of going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes me look at myself like, what are you waiting on? You know you need to go. So one of these times I'm going to be like, I actually went, and y'all going to be proud of me. But, um, yeah, that's all I have. I don't have anything coming up. This oh, I do have some stuff like Kirby Kitten has some new dresses coming. Hopefully I'll be able to get photos tonight or in the morning and I think think you guys are gonna like them. So yes, be on the lookout for the new Kirby Kitten dresses. 
Now I'm done. <laughs> she said, hey, yeah, I'm done. Just another quick reminder that the Women Empowerment Conference has been uh, rescheduled for January 26th, still at Rose State College. So I encourage you all to get your tickets. The link is shared in the live. I am going to share it again um, just so that you all can make sure you get your tickets starting at 20 bucks. Um, on Eventbrite and Elegance by Design will be in the building and I will have new products available. They'll be launched before then, but you can go and pick them up in January. There, at the Women's Conference. <laughs> 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 That's it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I got a couple of things. Let me make sure I got them all. Okay. Um, so, of course, tomorrow the Word on Pastor Burns will be on with the Word on Wednesday. Um, he's in week five. I want to say, of the crisis in current. So you definitely want to go and check and uh, jump in um, to the Bible study. starts at 7 o'clock right here on the Global Drive Network. Also, if you have not yet done so and you are team iPhone, I need you to take your phone out. To take your phone right now. Go to the Apple Podcast um, app and search Global Drive Network and then hit the subscribe button. So that way, with every new show that we have, it will get downloaded into your, um, it'll get downloaded automatically into your podcast or into your iTunes, and you will be able to listen to every show and I miss it. Now, for those of you who are not uh, Team iPhone um, or Team Apple, we're going to pray for you that you get delivered real quick. And get you one. Um, but if not, we go, we're working on, we're working on you Android people, we you know, we don't want y'all to be left behind, too, so we're working on that. But but now, Team iPhone, that's where you can um, – iPhone or, I, or Apple, period, that's where you can, you can get those. So um, also, like I said earlier, the Level Up Conference is next August, and you definitely want to enroll for that. Um, again, we've got some awesome classes um, that, that, we're gonna be ha- that we're going to have for you um, that are, again, going to help you level up in areas of faith, family, and finances. Finance, excuse me, um, and so and just in case you don't um, know the classes, I'm gonna tell you the, some of the names of the classes. We're gonna be talking about how to make marriage work, uh, recovering from relationship trauma, how to be successfully single, um, and we're gonna, and then uh, we have a parenting class that under our um, finance classes we're talking about um, solid, how to have solid business a solid business foundation. Kels is doing that. Q's doing a class on customer service. Uh, we've got a class on from um, growing profits the right way. Um, and then under our family, we've got bridging generational gaps. Um, we've got manifesting your dreams, faith in action, and how to build your confidence. So we've got some great comp- – those are some of the breakout sessions, but then we've also got um, some <clears throat> other sessions that you're going to do that you're definitely going to uh, want to attend. And we got some fun. So we're going to do a live radio show for you guys. We're going to have some music. We're going to have um, a networking event, plus you're going to get the dress up. So it's going to be an entire jam-packed weekend that at the end of it, you will be definitely, um, you will have leveled up in every area of your life. So go to, our, again, our website at www.levelupchicago.com and at least reserve your spot by paying your deposit. Again, it's mm-hmm. www.levelupchicago.com. Uh, only 300 seats available. So do not wait to get your seat. All right. Um, Nouveau Exposure 
Um, if you have not read any of our new articles, I know Kel dropped one the last week, week before last. That's pretty, that's pretty dope. So definitely go to newvoexposure.org and check that out um, as soon as you can, so we can yeah. you can get um, the latest articles that we have for you. Um, let's see what else we got. New music. As you heard, we had two new songs that we played tonight, so we'd like to play your music too. Send it to us at globaldriveradio at gmail dot com. Also, if you have any artwork that you would like to submit, that you like for us to post as we play your music, submit that as well, so we can um, help you grow your uh, your music. So again, the email address is globaldriveradio at gmail dot com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Today I sent out emails. Uh, thank you emails to everybody who uh, donated to uh, the Thanksgiving uh, Feed the Family. I want to uh, publicly thank everybody who donated to that. Uh, we were able to feed a family in Chicago and in uh, Oklahoma City. <laughs> I know. I know my voice sounds better, so I'm sorry. Um, we were able to feed families in Oklahoma City and Chicago, and so I want to say thank you to everybody who donated. I want to thank you to Sonia. Uh, Shirley, who led that, I want to thank you to everybody who had to my dad who led it in Chicago. Um, y'all, so I appreciate um, you all for doing that, and we appreciate we appreciate you very, very, <laughs> very, very, very much. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I know. Oh, that's what I'm missing. Chicago. Yes, that's what I need to tell you. If you have not, I am teaching a um, a get your money right class, four hour workshop. Um, on January 26th, you can go to, if you are not on my, um, my, um, public figure page, you can go there or you can go to 360, it's hosted by 360 Ministries, um, but there, it's a four-hour class where I'm going to teach you how to fix your credit. I'm going to give you the forms to do that. I'm going to teach you how to, um, begin your savings account, how to pay off debt, how to begin invest, how to start investing. So it's going to be four hours with me. My voice will be much better by then. I can promise you that, but it's January 25th. Um, so register for that. There are only going to be 30 people in that class. So, again, don't wait. Um, don't wait for uh, the class to fill up before you register. And it's for anybody. If you want to come, you're more than welcome. But, again, you got to register for it. And there's a cost. I want to say it's like $50. So, um, but it's worth it. It'll be the best $50, $60. Sorry, $60 that you spend um, in January unless you pay for my conference. But that's a different story. So, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that, that's all I have for tonight. Uh, thank you, Kel. Thank you, Q. Great show as always. Thank you, Teresa. Um, and once Teresa sends me her information, guys, I will definitely make sure I post it, um, post the resources that she told us about. But again, please understand that you are way too valuable. Um, you are way too needed. You are way too necessary. You're way too gifted um, to not be not thrive in this season. I understand how difficult it can be, uh, but know that you're not alone. Know that you're needed. Know that you're wanted. Know that you are valued. Know that there is no mistake that you have made that you cannot uh, redeem yourself from, that you cannot come back from, um, and that makes you worth less. You are actually worth. Um, you're worth everything that God put in you, and we want to see you level up uh, and do better. So, again, have a good rest of your week, and we will be back next week for another great show. Um, and, again, if you have not, make sure you go and download the share button, too, by the way, 
so that way we can uh, continue <clears throat> to spread this wonderful show to everybody else who doesn't get to listen to it. Y'all have a good night, and we will talk to y'all next. Have a good night. Let's go. Yay. Uh-huh. Yay. Yay. What we got right now for you is a Toe Jones. See the truth collaboration. It's okay to not care. Remember feeling empty, thinking what it was. I needed to treat it, the meaning to give me purpose. Without that unconditional love, I just felt worthless. On the surface, looking good, but deeply I'm in a battle. Made a choice to follow the streets and slaughter my peeps just like the cattle. Now I'm stressing, here's the lesson. It's a hard pill to swallow. When you realize that ain't no love up in a bottle. Ain't trying to sound like I'm preaching, but to the ones I'm reaching. Love was meant for us all. If not, then why we seek it? Feeling defeated and broken when it's gone. Glad you're painting your heart and you're feeling so alone. I've been there, that's why I'm speaking from experience. Somebody loves you even deeper than you think it is. I'm serious, the message if you're curious. Praying that you're hearing this. The type of love I'm talking about is no, not I'm in the ceremony. No, I'm not perfect, no. I made my mistakes and no. But all I want is love and I made mistakes. Thank my mama who prayed, got keep my baby safe. That's unconditional love, cause no, I didn't deserve it. I was breaking the heart and doing dirt on purpose. Until the night she cried, it changed how I felt inside. On 21st of Minnesota, from a G to a soldier, homies looking at me different. Saying I didn't change, but this ain't how I remember it. The rule of the game is stay alive and be there for your fam. You gotta go while I'm for yours, I hope you understand. You ain't gonna get it on your own, you need to make a plan. But it just won't work at all, leaving that that man. You know what I'm saying. Cause when I speak on, I know somebody weak on. If they can't help you be 